This is episode 94 with the Mountains and Marathons legends. G'day legends and welcome to Your Life of Impact, where we connect with world-class athletes and coaches, health experts and enthusiasts, inspiring entrepreneurs and community leaders, all to teach you how to tap into your inner excellence. I'm your host, Brett Robbo, and I'm extremely grateful you're joining us today on your impactful journey. I'm stoked to bring you all this episode. As you know, I love to stay connected to podcast guests when I can. And since having Jamin Heppel on in episode 67, we've had some great catch-ups on Skype while he and his partner have been traveling the world and I've followed their journeys closely. That's the Mountains and Marathons journey, of course. The one that they created that Jamin told us about in his first episode. So as a reminder... Mountains and Marathons guides people to develop greater courage, clarity, and confidence. They do this through six-month leadership programs that leverage online coaching, community support, leadership masterclasses, and epic physical challenges. Each of their programs culminate in running a marathon or climbing a mountain in one of the world's most extraordinary locations. The founders, Jamin and Jen, who you're about to hear from, are on a mission to run a marathon and climb a mountain in every continent to transform their life and enable other people to do the same. They've already ran three marathons in the last five months and only five weeks ago, a group of Australians joined them in Chile to complete the Patagonian International Marathon as the finale of their Mountains and Marathons Leadership Program. I caught up with Jamin and Jen on Skype straight after the this program, the Patagonian International Marathon, and they were passionately detailing how amazing the whole experience was and how much the participants gained from it and grew personally, and they were absolutely buzzing and fully exhilarated and energized, and I couldn't be more proud of these two and what they've created, this epic opportunity for people to make massively positive change in their lives. So I said, guys, I want to share this energy and these results with my community. Let's get you guys onto the podcast and get the participants on to give a bit of detail of their experience too. So that's what this episode is. We'll hear from Jamin and Jen, who will give us a bit more detail on their why for creating this brilliant concept, and then we'll hear from three participants from their recent program who finished with the Patagonian International Marathon. And I've also had many discussions with another lady here on the Gold Coast, who after listening to Jamin's first episode... She signed up to their program and has now started it and when I chat to her and listening to her speak about the whole team dynamics and everything she's already learning and gaining from it, it's just cemented even more how much I wanted to share it with all you listeners. And these participants who you're about to hear from, they're like all of us. They're not elite athletes. They're not specifically gifted and talented. They're people like you and I who care about their personal and professional development 
and being the best versions of themselves. As you'll hear them discuss, the end event of the marathon or the mountain, it's only a small part of their growth on this journey. It's quite amazing. So if you've ever had the thoughts of doing something out there and really challenging yourself because you want to grow significantly as a person, you will love listening to this episode. Jamin and Jen are currently based in Argentina, one of my favorite places in the world. Maria and I had such a great time there. And they've just launched the six-month Mount Kilimanjaro Leadership Program with members from across the world. And they're excited to now start preparing for their next programs that center around the Two Oceans Marathon in South Africa and the Conquer the Wall Marathon on the Great Wall of China. (laughs) How epic does that sound, running a marathon on the Great Wall of China? So Jamin and Jen have kindly said that they wanted to create a special discount offer for the listeners of this podcast. That's you guys. So they're taking $1,000 off one of their upcoming programs if you guys want to sign up. So that's either the Two Oceans Marathon Leadership Program or the Conquer the Wall Marathon on the Great Wall of China. So to apply for one of their programs or just to find out more info, jump on there, check it all out, reach out to them if you want to. Their website, jump on to www.mountainsandmarathons.world forward slash legends. <laughs> Don't forget that forward slash legends. So I'll link that up in the show notes too. The mountainsandmarathons.world forward slash legends. So you can click on the hyperlink and take you straight there from the show notes. That's $1,000 off one of those programs for you listeners. What legends? Now, before we hear from these great humans, I want to take a minute to read an iTunes review. And this one is titled, Want a Great Mind Shift Tool. And this is by Worko. He's named himself Worko on iTunes. He says, sorry, they say, perfect to shift the mind into a better state. Always entertaining, extremely helpful and informative. I'm very grateful. Thanks, Robbo. Well, I'm extremely grateful too for you taking the time, Worko, and I know what you're saying there, the mind shift tool, so that's what I call a mindset shift, which is a very, very powerful tool that we should all learn and incorporate to help us navigate life and understand ourselves and set ourselves up on a great trajectory. Now, guys, I'm absolutely stoked that we've passed the 100 mark for the five-star reviews on iTunes. This is a true mark for us to see how many of you truly value the podcast to take the time and effort to make those ratings and reviews? And you've heard me say it over and over, but it's the truth. It truly does help immensely. So I'd be even more stoked and forever grateful if you haven't already to take a few minutes to jump onto iTunes, search for this podcast and give the five-star rating and short review. It truly helps keep us attracting and validating to guests that, hey, people are listening to and getting value from Robbo's podcast. Okay, now let's hear from the Mountains and Marathons crew. And first off, it's the founders, the beautiful souls, Jamin and Jen. Legends, I tell you what, I am super grateful to have you guys on the show together because as awesome as our chat was on the previous episode, Jamin, I just knew that there was some substance missing without your better half. (laughs) So, Jamin and Jen, welcome to Your Life of Impact. Thanks a lot, Robert. Really excited to be on the show. 
Awesome, Robo. It's great to be back and certainly deeper insights to come with Jen on this one too, mate. And you guys are in a beautiful part of the world and I want to know, so everyone listening knows what Mountains and Marathons is because I've detailed it in the intro and a lot of people would have also heard that episode with you and I, Jamin. And I know for a fact that some of the listeners have been following the Mountains and Marathons journey after that. So I want to know, first of all, tell us where in the world are you right now? And then also tell us more about the why, your why of Mountains and Marathons. Yes, yeah, so good, Robbo. And it has been quite a journey since uh, since we last spoke a few months ago. Right now, mate, we are in a little town, and excuse my Spanish pronunciation or butchered attempt, but we're in a little town in Argentina at the foot of the Andes called Potrorelos. Potrorelos. And that was horrible. But well, I'm not Spanish, uh, it is, we'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> Jen's the one who speaks Spanish here, but we're in, a, uh, in this little town. It's near Mendoza in a beautiful wine region of the world. And we're really fortunate right now, actually, because where we're staying, as I said, sits at the foot of the Andes. So each day we wake up, we get to experience the, uh, the grace of the mountains uh, and also experience the beauty of the springtime here in Argentina. But, mate, in relation to mountains and marathons, this really has become a journey that is so much greater than Jen and I uh, taking on mountains and marathons around the world. Really, it's a, it is a, it's a company that is designed to facilitate personal development and leadership development in people who are really looking to develop more confidence, clarity and courage in their life. And the way in which we've been doing that is taking our members through a six-month journey of personal growth as they prime themselves to run their first marathon or climb a mountain in some extraordinary location in the world. It does sound absolutely amazing and I've been following your journey closely and know that it is an amazing opportunity for people. How has it unfolded for you guys? Is it everything that you had hoped for so far? Yeah, absolutely, Robo. So a lot has happened, as James has said, since you two had that last conversation in April or May of this year. So as you may know, we left April, uh, we left Australia in, in May this year. And since then, we ran three marathons in three different continents. So we started off with the Great Ocean World Marathon back then in Australia, right before we left. Then, had we, then we had an incredible race, the Mont Blanc Marathon in France, which personally took me nine hours and Jamin seven hours. So that was just a whole new level of physical challenge. And then we went to Patagonia, to Chile, to the really, to the south, to the most southern part of Chile, only a thousand miles from the Antarctic Ocean. And there we didn't only run another marathon ourselves, but it was only, it was also the the host of our first official Mountains and Marathons retreat that formed the end of our first program, the Patagonia International Marathon Leadership Program. And so what happened there is that a team of of people from Australia flew over to Chile, to Patagonia, in one of the most pristine locations in the world, really, but also one of the most remote locations (laughs) in the world, to run their very first marathon. And that's just been an a really incredible experience that we've had there and just the experience of guiding our members, not only through all the last six months of the leadership program, but then seeing them cross the finish line. So that program wrapped up as a big success um, about four weeks ago. And right now, actually yesterday, we started the Mount Kilimanjaro leadership program. 
So just took on a new team that we still, we get to have our first coaching calls with them. So it's a really exciting time and it's keeping us very busy in the best of ways. <laughs> so it sounds like it has unfolded as anticipated and hoped for. Yeah, Robbo. It's interesting because one, one can have a vision for how they foresee things being in the future. And it's fair to say that what we envisage it to be is what it is becoming. However, how it gets there, that's up for the universe to decide. <laughs> so we, we, we've, had all, we've had all the plans and systems in place, but we've never quite known what kind of twists and turns mm. this adventure is going to bring us. And in some of the most beautiful of ways and sometimes the most challenging, but we're really, really content with how things are unfolding and where we're at right now. That's the beauty of enjoying the journey and living it that way. And speaking of which, so... Mountains and marathons is way more than just the physical challenge, obviously. This is about self-leadership and becoming the best version of yourself in so many ways, obviously for you guys, but for the members that do it. And that's why I freaking love what you've created and why I'm so pumped to hear from some of your members shortly. So what's the relationship to leadership and personal growth and committing to an epical physical an epic sorry physical challenge yeah awesome Robert I'm glad you asked and actually it's the question that we hear quite often for people who kind of come in contact with the program for the first time this is like what does leadership have to do with climbing a mountain or running a marathon right and I'm going to maybe I give you the example of the marathon right like in fact the skills that you need in order to successfully complete a marathon healthily are actually the same skills that you need to be successful in many other areas of life, right? So what we're talking about is to develop things like self-discipline, to develop grit, resilience, to implement healthy habits in your life that help you to fulfill on a certain outcome, whether that's a marathon or any other goal that you have in life, to develop mental and emotional fitness. All these things can be developed in the pursuit of marathon, yet at the same time, they're applicable across literally all areas of life. And, you know, most of our members, they have never, they have never run a marathon or climbed a mountain before. That's really the beauty of it. And, you know, they, they often say success is not so much like one, one kind of big thing that you do on one certain day, but it's actually all the small things that you do on a consistent basis. And the beauty of a six-month-on program is that we can really see that unfold across that journey. And so, you know, in the end, it's not so much even about getting across the finish line, but it's, it's about the entire journey that it took to get to that finish line. And that's a great analogy of life. Not that we're looking for a finish line, but everything that we take on, it should be about that journey. And once again, like I said, that's why I love that link that you guys have in there to not just let it be about the end goal, but about that whole experience. This isn't about a marathon. It's about that whole six-month journey and beyond. So it definitely sounds epic. And as I said, we're about to hear some highlights from your members. But what about from your perspective, from the both of you, what are some highlights of the program that you guys have seen? Because it's not just about physically preparing for the marathon or the trek up a mountain, like what we just said. There is this whole six-month program of awareness and growth and development 
development and awesomeness. <laughs> awesomeness. So good, Robbo. It's the best way to sum it up, I think. <laughs> it, it, look, and it really is. And, you know, if I'm to take us back to the, the most awesome um, moment or highlight from the journey of the, of the Patagonian International Marathon Leadership Program, it would have to be that moment when all of our members uh, had crossed the finish line of the marathon as we stood there arm in arm overlooking the Torres del Paines National Park in Patagonia. And the reason why that was such a, a special and sacred moment was not just because of the remarkable physical accomplishment that everyone had taken on and, and the physical journey of training that had been put in place to get to that point, but more so what that actually represented. When we got to that point where everyone had crossed the line, it really was a celebration for the, the hard work and the toil and the commitment that all of us had put into getting to that point. And I'm not just talking about the physical side of it. You know, it, that moment really stood for the other achievements that our members had accomplished inside of the program. So whether that was um, one of our members resigning from their job and transitioning into a new career to follow their passion or one of our members having developed greater confidence and influence in their leadership at work or one of our members developing a far deeper connection with their closest friends. Again, that moment when we're all there really kind of summed up the entire journey that was taking on the Patagonia International Marathon. And obviously, like you said there, this is teaching the healthy habits. This is teaching the the strength of relationships and your mental and emotional fitness and all these great attributes of what it is to be a human. Why, why do you believe that we are missing that when we get stuck in just our normal lives, for example? Yeah, great question, Robbo. And look, I think really this takes us back to the, the essence as to why Mountains and Marathons was created in the first place, which I believe so many of us really don't take the time to inquire into what is really most important to us. And if I go back to, the, to, to where Mountains and Marathons started as a vision, it was really an inquiry that Jen and I took on as far as what would it look like for us to live our most values-aligned life. And coming from that place, it really did have us create what we've now stepped into and really it's about enabling other people to do the same. So, you know, Robo, we find that like the term values, it's, it's quite often thrown around these days, especially in the, in the whole like self-development space, but not many of us actually know what our core values are and what they mean. So what we do within the program is we take members through a process to get really clear on what exactly their core values are and also what their own definition for that value is. Because let's just imagine both of us may have family as a core value, right? That could be the case, but it doesn't mean that the, the lift expression of that value looks the same for you as it does for me. And the next step is where it gets really exciting because then we ask a question that basically Jamie just alluded to. You know, like if I was to live my most values aligned life, what would be different? And the insights from the conversation, they are often really powerful, you know, and then, and then begins the whole process of taking action and bringing the, the, this reality about. And, you know, like what we've seen is that both in ourselves 
ourselves and in, and in the people that we've supported through that process is that when you align your life with your values, it kind of, it creates a lot of freedom. It's like suddenly your thoughts and how you perceive yourself to be and how you think, who you think yourself to be and what you, how you actually show up in life and your actions, they suddenly align. That makes complete sense. I love that. And it, it makes, and the reason why I ask that, and because what I see from people and how I see that mountains and marathon work so well is we get just caught in our routine and we develop unhelpful and unhealthy habits and we forget what it feels like to be at our best. So creating space and an environment and an opportunity like what you guys do, you help people then tap into and create that clarity again, but also that feeling aspect. When we feel a change, Mm -hmm. when we feel what it feels like to be that better version, that's going to make us continue down that path of those helpful and healthy Mm -hmm. habits. Absolutely. Absolutely, Robbo. And I think to build upon what Jen was saying, it really is this practice of distinguishing what uh, what your most values aligned life would look like and then discerning what are the habits and daily practices and changes that are necessary to bring about a life that really does enable you to live in complete alignment. Brilliant. Beautiful. And we're going to hear that from some of the members shortly. And I'm all about action and that's what this podcast is all about. And I want to know from you guys, for the listeners I would love them to have some actionable tips. So I'd love to know what's something that people can start with today to help them grow into the best version of themselves. Yeah, nice one, Robbo. I think one of the things that have made the biggest difference to Jen and myself and and our members is taking on this activity, which we call getting clarity on your next level you. And what I mean by your next level you is creating a personal, vivid and inspiring vision that you have for yourself and the world. Now, the reason why the reason why we found this to be so powerful is because it's, it's been scientifically shown that one of the key factors uh, required for high performance is clarity. You know, with clarity, it's so much easier to make decisions and to determine your next moves, whether they're big or small. And, you know, if you have the ability to to have that clarity and visualize and emotionally experience an event or a way of being before it happens, uh, you're far more likely to bring that event or vision into reality. And, you know, I think an example of that for me, Robbo, making it, you know, really bringing it back to the personal level is mountains and marathons. You know, Mountains and Marathons was a vision two years ago and specifically at that point, I'd never run a marathon and I just had this really powerful image of me running over this hill and then seeing this landscape of mountains just unfold before me. And I remember when I was in the Patagonia International Marathon just four weeks ago, I had this moment where I was like, I've been here before and I knew that that was coming from a place of of, of intimate creation of what I was looking to create and getting deeply connected to that. So in the practice of anyone else getting connected to your next level you, really it's a process of creating this in as much detail as possible. But as a starting point, uh, the important thing is to really take some space and ask yourself the question, in an ideal world, 
what would be your experience of life and who would you be? And within this inquiry, uh, some areas to consider could be your health and fitness, your career, your relationships and friends, your finances, your contribution to community or causes you care about. And all of this is about enabling you to live that most values aligned life. Now, once it's, def- once it's been defined, the next bit is to really get connected to that on a daily basis. However, as we know, Robbo, it's one thing to consciously manifest something and envisage something, but then it's another thing to be in action about it. And so this is where the final piece of advice for us would be from, from us would be once you've got clarity on that next level you, it's really about getting in, getting connected to and learning from mentors and coaches who have been there and done that before. So you can really be learning from the best to bring about that desired outcome into your life. So if there is anything we want to leave the the, the listeners with, it, uh, it would be to take time out of your day to define your next level you. And if you want to, you can even do what Jen and I have done, which is give it a name as well. And it really brings life to that process. Beautiful. I love that. And you guys are definitely living some ideal aspects of your life right now there in the Mendoza region. And Marie and I, that's our favorite place of the world. We we traveled through there a couple of years ago because we love the wine Malbec and that's what took us to the Mendoza region. So <laughs> I know that you guys are about to have an beautifully epic journey through there yourself. So I'll let you get back to that tough life there that you're living and running your online programs for all the legends around the world. <laughs> be joining for your you for your next ones and now we're going to hear from some of your legendary members for the first-hand experience details so thanks again Damon and Jen thanks Robert so good thanks Robert <laughs> and now we'll hear from Matt who learned that what he thought was his greatest strength in life was actually his greatest weakness so, Matt, tell me a little bit about yourself, mate. I hear that you're a country lad too. I am, mate. I grew up in Dubbo. I'm the oldest of six boys. I'm obviously, growing up in a country town, as you would know, uh, sport's a very big very big part of life. We had a huge backyard. We, we played every sport under the sun. When I got to high school, I came up to Sydney to see what else was out there. So I went to high school for six years up there. When I finished high school, I studied civil engineering at UNSW. I got about three quarters of the way through and sort of thought it wasn't for me and a mate owed me a favour. Um, he got me a job in a bar and that was five years ago and now I'm general manager of a pub up in Brisbane. Well, it's you come from a great part of the world in the central west New South Wales out near Cobar. Some people joke and say that Dubbo's a suburb of Cobar for us and it's only 300 <laughs> kilometres away. So <laughs> you've obviously had an epic experience with Jamin and Jen for mountains and marathons and I want to hear from you, how was that experience for you? Yeah, mate, it, it was an experience. Yeah, it's sort of the work that goes into doing it. So it's... You know, you, you sort of obviously your goal is to, you know, for me it was to run a marathon, but there's the sort of, there's the one-on-one calls, there's the group calls, there's a training that goes into it, sort of, I would classify myself as, as an athlete or a runner, but there's sort of that side to it, there's the nutrition side to things, daily routine, it was it was probably something I didn't, I wasn't quite aware of what I was getting myself into, but mate, I'm so glad I did, I'm so glad I ventured down that path. What makes you so glad? What what was it that actually, why did you do it? Uh, so it was 2016. 
I was just looking to get away. I was sort of in a bit of a rut at work. And I had a friend who was from Chile and she said, look, if you ever get the chance in your life, go down the south. You know, a place called Patagonia. It's it's beautiful. It's untouched. It's got, you know, beautiful glaciers. And I was sort of – I was sitting at work and I was a bit fed up and I thought, you know what, I said, I'm bugger. I'm just going to go. So I booked a flight to Chile uh, – or sorry, Santiago – Flew down right down the south, so it's one of the closest points to the South Pole. It's pretty, it's pretty harsh terrain, and I did a did a six day, one hundred and thirty kilometer hike uh, by myself. I didn't see a human for five five or six days, and mate, it was one of the most rewarding experiences I've ever done. And I guess that was twenty sixteen. Then coming to twenty eighteen, I sort of was probably itching to get back there. I got so much out of the experience. I thought I, you know, want to go back, and I saw that they were doing a a marathon down in Patagonia, I thought, well, that's probably a good fit for me. I would love to go back and running a marathon is probably something I wanted to try as well. And so, mate, it was just good timing, good timing for me. So you've obviously experienced what it's like to have those adventures and that personal growth and, and coming out of it, feeling that difference. What was the difference that you felt from your experience with Jamin and Jen and the Mountains and Marathons experience? For me, it was... Obviously, being from a you know, eldest of six boys, I consider myself, or I, I did consider myself, quite emotionally bankrupt. And I thought, I thought that was my greatest strength. That, you know, by not talking about things, it, it sort of helped people around me. You know, because I seemed unaffected by things. What I got out of the program was that was actually what I thought was my greatest strength was was actually my greatest weakness. Being my being my next level self actually enables those around me to be their best self. So that was a that was a huge learning curve for me was probably the best thing I got out of the program and just to elaborate on that what do you mean by that because that's a that's a really powerful thing for people to take with them in life because often we want to help family or friends or non-for-profits or other community groups and we might think that if we spend too much time on ourselves that's not allowing us to help people be their best selves but just expand on that a little bit of what that really means to you. Yeah, so what it meant to – well, for me, I guess it was with Jen and Jamin, I was able to express, you know, issues or problems that I was having and they were able to sort of say, hey, look, you know, the way you're going about it, one, it isn't helping you and two, it's not helping those around you because one, they don't understand and two, you can't help them unless you're operating at, you know, your sort of next level. So it was – it was sort of broken into parts. It was focused on me firstly getting the best out of myself and then focusing on individuals that were close with me, you know, around work and how I could also get the best out of them. But ultimately it was um, changing the way I was to be to be my better self to ultimately help those around me. Brilliant. And it sounds like that support group and that accountability from Jamin and Jen and the program has really helped shape that for you. Yeah, it was incredible just the... <laughs> There were such subtle differences, such small changes that I almost rolled my eyes at when I first heard it. But it was amazing the difference it it made. It was it was incredible. Like you know, for me, six months ago at work to now is just I feel like it was ten years ago. Isn't that funny? It's usually the small things and the foundational elements that people think, no, nah, no, nah, that won't work, or that's too simple, or I don't believe it. And it's when we do the small things consistently well that's when the real magic of life starts to unfold. Yeah, absolutely. I guess the perspective change as well is that I used to sort of think, what do I got to do today? And, you know, now I sort of think, well, how can I help this person? And anyone who's struggling at work, like, I've, you know, I've got 50 people who work for me and 
them being happy is really important to me now and I think being, you know, just being intentional each day about who you work with and how you can help them have a great day because it helps them when they go home, they're happy. It's it's almost like that giving, that really giving quality that I that I love and it's, you know, the best part about it, it's free and you can do it as many times as you want a day. It's a really, really good thing. Giving is living, right? And that kindness is infectious. Yeah, yeah. It was something that was, I don't know, it's, I don't know when it, when it came to me throughout the program, but it was just something that, yeah, it's just a nice thing. You know, even if you're having a bad day, I feel like if I help someone with what they're doing, it sort of makes me feel better. So it's, um, yeah, it's great. So, mate, listeners will be thinking now, some of them have heard the episode with Jamin and I and they've heard from them again and they're listening to you talk and they're thinking, I want some of that personal growth like Matt's had. What would you say to those people that are listening right now and, and just thinking, oh, maybe I would do this? What would you say to them? Oh, I'd say go out and give it a try. It's like there's something about an adventure that, that stays with you for a long time. I mean, people say, why would you go to a cold part of the world and run a marathon? Well, yeah, it is difficult, but it's something that sparks your life. Like I, I feel like I've got, you know, this will keep me going for for years, just just what I gained from that that experience, but also going somewhere else and seeing something so beautiful, it sort of it gives you that interest. Or I wonder what else is out there. It's it sort of breaks down that sort of mundane day to day thing. It just sort of gives you a bit more zest for life. I I couldn't recommend it enough. A bit more zest for life. That's brilliant. Well, Matt, I'm extremely grateful you shared your time and your experience with us and. You're an absolute legend and although you haven't lived there for a while, you still represent the central west of New South Wales well and you should be proud of your growth from the Mountains of Marathons experience. Thanks again for your time, Matt. Thanks very much, Brett. Appreciate it, mate. Now we'll hear from Monique who said this experience was just next level. I'm... A 24-year-old girl, originally from Tassie, and I've been in Melbourne for probably about six years now and I guess about me. I'm just someone who is always kind of delving into new things, taking on new challenges and just kind of figuring out life and seeing what gets thrown at me. Ah, Tassie girl, Tasmania for the international listeners, right down south, (laughs) a beautiful part of Australia. Land down under. (laughs) And what are you doing with yourself in Melbourne these days? So I'm a business coach. So I help coaches set up their online programs and marketing and sales and stuff. So I work with a lot of people that put themselves out of their comfort zones and want to start their own businesses, which is really cool. Brilliant. And talking about putting yourself outside the comfort zones, that's obviously what was a big part of Mountains and Marathons. How was the whole experience for you? Because as we know, we've heard from Jamin and Jen, we know that it's not just about going and running a marathon. It's about mm-hmm. that whole six-month lead-up. How was that whole experience for you? Yeah, it's it's... It's an very interesting and um, something you can't prepare for. I think, you know, we have this big idea of obviously at the end of the six months you want to climb a mountain or run a marathon. But for me it was more every week or every day there was something you had to do to prepare yourself for it, whether it was mindset, whether it was routine, whether it was actually training or, you know, whatever you're putting in your mouth and eating and, and all that kind of stuff. And the whole experience in itself just – allowed me to give myself permission to show up as the athlete or show up as whoever I wanted to, who I wanted to be, you know. And for me, that was challenging. It was exciting. But it gave me like a new sense of like hope and excitement that it wasn't just a marathon I was training for, but it was to look forward and create who I wanted to be as a human being inside of that 12 months. So yes, the marathon at the end was 
amazing and rewarding but what was so much more exciting was when I look back I'm just a completely different human being inside and out. Beautiful so you kind of mentioned it there I want to know a little bit more about that that deeper why to Mm. engage in a program like that. Yeah I think for me it was just I because I do work with you know coaches and I I work with quite a a lot of entrepreneurs I'm always involved in the conversation of what can you do to create a bigger life for yourself and I think whilst that's a very empowering conversation sometimes it can feel like it gets saturated and it's kind of like okay cool it sounds really cool to create a bigger life for yourself but what does that actually look like you know tangibility and for me I was like okay well what's on the bucket list like what do you want to do and I was like I've always been someone that was very athletic and I loved wrestling with the boys and showing him who was better and all that kind of stuff but you know, there's always been times where I was like, oh, I can't do this now. Now's not the right time. I've got other things to do. And I was like, well, what would it actually be like for me in my life to be able to work full time, to be able to have a personal life, but also have to train? Like what kind of human being can manage that? And I was look, I was more excited to finding out, pushing myself to those limits, like finding out what comes up, you know, how I get overwhelmed, then how do I deal with that overwhelm, you know? So for my why, it was definitely kind of doing something that took all parts mental, physical, emotional, and and pushing those barriers. I love it. It sounds like you're addicted to growth, which is (laughs) awesome as a person. So on that note then, what what was your greatest personal learning experience Mm -hmm. from it and your greatest personal growth during the whole experience? Yeah, I think, I mean, obviously there's the physical and, and being able to create like a routine of discipline and staying committed to that. That's always rewarding, right? But I think for me it was really like I said previously, like giving myself permission to have that diligence, have that ability to go pick and choose what I actually want in my life and not be afraid to, you know, communicate that to people or to say this is what works for me or this is what doesn't work and and then have the courage to really have a level of ownership over, over myself and what was important to me. And during the program, like having to really realign to your values, define what your values are, like actually writing them down so you have them in front of you and actually creating the type of person I wanted to be, you know, knowing that it wasn't, it is now, but I can always change it and alter it. It's never something that's set in stone. So the breakthrough for me was definitely being so much more confident in myself, the ability to actually kind of voice what was important to me, not feeling intimidated, but actually more excited by challenges. And then ultimately like taking actions like, you know, resigning from my job and then stepping into a new world of experience, you know, without a backup plan and not knowing what the stepping stones are, but being willing to be vulnerable and like, okay, I don't know how this is going to look, but, you know, I trust myself enough to know that I'll, I'll make it through. So I think just having that overall courage to take risks far bigger than something physical was the overall breakthrough for me. Oh, that's that's gold right there because that's things that people can take a lifetime to then realize at the end that that's what should have happened. So mm. it's really interesting those words that you use there around your permission and your courage yeah. of your ownership because do you feel like that that's what maybe is holding people back where they think oh, I, I could be or I should be doing something but then there's the guilt factor of but I've Definitely. got a family, I've got a full-time job, I've got to do this, I have to do that. Mm, I think like, you know, for myself, speaking for myself, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate, there's a lot of shoulds, you know, I should be doing this, I have to do this, like things aren't going to work unless I've got A, B and C lined up. But, you know, even something simple, like I think, you know, from a young age, I would have loved to be an athlete, but, you know, as you get older and you have to make money and have obligations, it's like, okay, that's a nice idea, but, you know, that's not really tangible for you right now. And then 
you know, setting myself up with the routine of being like, you have to relate to yourself as an athlete, otherwise you won't show up as one. So I think the permission comes from, okay, well, who do I have to show up as? And if I give my if I give myself permission to do that, then I, I will do that. And I know it sounds quite conceptual, but, you know, those shoes can be moved and only will be moved when you provide yourself the space to reflect and do it. And I think it's it's really easy to kind of get caught up in the day-to-day stuff. But, you know, that's why you have to surround yourself with people that, you know, will challenge you on it, which is what this community did. Oh, powerful. That's amazing. And I love that question there. Who do I have to show up as? Because for everyone listening, that's a question that you should be asking yourself in every aspect of your life. And I mm-hmm. talk to people about that. What's the mindset you need to set to be able to conquer the required task at hand instead of just turning up and then hoping for the best, we need to know who you have to show up as. Hmm. So, Mon, what would you say to someone, people listening out there, people who have heard Jamin's podcast previously and they're listening again now, people are thinking about signing up to Mountains and Marathons Epic Journeys. What would you say to those people who are thinking about it? Well, think bigger than what the actual race is or what the actual mountain is that you want to create because A, you will complete that and B, you'll complete so much more. So if you can connect to something far bigger than what the physical challenge will exert from you, that is just a metaphor. That is just like the bar minimal grounding of what you'll experience and what you'll create for yourself. Like if you want that new job, if you want to ask that person out, if you want like that pay rise or whatever it is, you will create that inside of this program because it tackles all those areas. Running a marathon and climbing the mountain is just the tip of the iceberg. Um, In the world of like personal development stuff, like this was just next level, you know, Mm. and I think being able to kind of relate to things on a different level instead of just sitting in a seminar or, you know, listening to podcasts, you're actually physically creating it for yourself, which is the cool part. So I think if, you know, really ask people to get connected to and give yourself permission to get connected to something far bigger than that and this program will facilitate it for you. Oh, Mon, you are a legend. Think bigger than the end goal. I love that. So for everyone listening, there it is right there. Think bigger than the end goal. Thanks again so much for your time, legend. Is there anything else you want to say before I let you get back to your awesome, rewarding, permission, (laughs) courage of ownership life? And now we'll hear from Chris, an organizational psychologist who's had a truly life-changing experience from the program. I was born here in uh, Melbourne and just always been passionate about people and psychology and, and thinking patterns and just being at your best. And for me, I really started to explore that through junior sport played a lot of different sports as a young person, particularly basketball, got into golf and other things. And what I discovered was the environments when I was at my best and when I wasn't and what I needed around me to get the most out of myself and, and how others get the most out of them, themselves or themselves. And that's been part of my, my life journey and what I care about most really is, is helping people just be at their best and go about it. And that feeds itself into what you actually do, which is an organizational psychologist. What is an organizational psychologist? (laughs) Yeah, great question. I think every so often I get people ask me, am I helping to organize people? But (laughs) I I wish uh, I'd need to organize myself uh, there first. But yeah, so org, org psych, as, it, as you kind of quick quick reference for it quite often, is, is the psychology of work. So where that extends for me is working often with teams with, and then on the flip side, individual leaders to help them get better 
in, in terms of their performance. And then at a bigger scale is you might work with the whole of an organisation to improve and shape and accelerate the culture that they're trying to create and, and pulling on all the levers from behaviours, mindsets through their systems. Um, so I've worked in, in HR and some hardcore HR human resource roles in organisations in the past. But ultimately, as an org psych, you are inside organizations, businesses, community, sporting groups, whatever that looks like to help them get better. That's very interesting. I can see now why that you've probably taken up. I don't know. You're going to tell us shortly, but I can understand yeah. why this journey with Jamin and Jen and mountains and marathons has probably uh, lended itself to you. So, Chris, how was your experience with this? Because it's not just the the end event. There is that six-month program leading up to it. How was your whole experience? Yeah, it was a it was a brilliant experience and a life changing one for me. And it was the catalyst of it to join and get involved with Jamin and Jen was due to a, a life changing experience. So I'd uh, separated from my wife about a year ago now, and of course that exposes you to a whole bunch of realities that perhaps in the past you weren't prepared to confront. And I uh, spent time with Jamin kind of as a as a friend just getting some support around that and then kind of the universe spoke to both of us, I guess, in many ways and, it's, and the starting of Mountains and Marathons was just the perfect place for us to continue our, our friendship and relationship together. So it was the catalyst was a life-changing moment and I think that the program itself was also just ongoing in terms of just being life-changing so it's had a wonderful impact on me. That's a pretty deep why to go on a journey like this and that you obviously did learn a lot then uh, and for you to say that it's a life-changing experience. So what was your your biggest personal learning or growth from it that made it yeah. life-changing? Yeah, right. The thing that I talk about and you're probably familiar with and some of the listeners I guess might be is the, this idea of the knowing-doing gap. So being being a psychologist and and being in this space of – personal development, I guess the the analogy or comparison to that is the plumber who has the leaky tap, right? It's, um, you don't, you're looking after everyone else and not taking care of yourself. So I think what Jamin and Jen helped to expose by putting, or, you know, being part of this program was helping me get clearer on the things that matter most, um, this idea of what what the next level me would look like and, and that work that they did with us. And then the biggest bit, I think from there, or the most impactful bit was the coaching that they did. And I label that as accountability coaching, as in, Chris, you said you were going to do these things to achieve these goals. And often I would not have got to the right stuff done or had missed some stuff. And that, that also surfaces a lot of feelings of your ego and regret. But ultimately, that taught me to really take responsibility for that stuff and to own it in different ways. Uh, and in the end, I know across kind of the five, six-month period that even though I, I stumbled and fall and didn't always get things done, that I'm a better person for it. I love that because that's a reality of life, right? It shouldn't be yeah. smooth sailing. And, and until we get outside of our comfort zones and really challenge and push ourselves in different ways, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, then mm. it's only those little stumbles that you talk about are actually what makes you stronger. It's not the smooth sailing that makes us stronger on the other end. And on top of that, so like you said, it's obviously the coaching that you're talking about is the online components that they do with the lead up 
you guys could be on other sides of the world, but they have this brilliant yes. team that you can tap into on a daily basis with their accountability coaching and the nutritional aspects and the physical coaching and everything uh, to, to help you to get to that final step. Yeah, I think the, the all-encompassing element of just being at your best self, so the physical challenge of the marathon, the training that's required there, the nutritional elements of health and then Supporting us in that next level me aspect, which covers 12 areas of, of your life, means it is this whole self trying to get better and be your best self where they're focusing in on. And, you know, just, again, the, the power for me of the fortnightly conversations with them, Jamin and Jen coaching me directly, and then, you know, our, our group sessions, which were just amazing with, with Matt and Mon. I think just uh, love that experience of being in a community as well. Beautiful. Just a little bit more on that knowing-doing gap. From your experience, you work with human mm. beings, you understand human behavior and you acted on that. So you had that deep life-changing experience of your wife, separating from mm. your wife and then the, the knowing doing gap sounded like it was ringing bells to you. What, what do you, and you acted on that. So why do you believe that generally most of us won't act on it? Yeah, that's such a great question. I think, you know, I, I think there's ego. I think there's fear. Yeah, Robert, that's a really great question. What I, what I, all the thing that I've come to learn most from Jamin and Jen, and it's not going to directly answer your question it's about recognizing that there is that gap and then sometimes I think what I've tried to do Robbo is just continue the inquiry around why aren't I doing the things that I should be doing and really the answer is just go out and do it. Does that come back to sort of the concept of firstly having the awareness so that's what you said you got to recognize it and then there's yeah. even the acceptance so when we look at the you know if we don't accept what's going on internally and where our roadblocks are and things like that then it's really hard to move forward if we can't accept what those behaviors what those emotions what those roadblocks actually are yeah i think so i mean i i the cattle you know again i had this catalyst that really put the put the mirror up and the, the pain and the hurt then, you know, sparked action and, and the want to be different. And I still don't think I've solved some stuff, but just actually, yeah, absolutely. You need that moment of awareness. And it's a shame that for many of us that we have to have a life-changing moment to get off our ass and start being and doing different. But, you know, that's just what it was for me. And then, yeah, you do need that, that courage to show up to throw yourself into something different and, and just see what's about to, you know, what's going to take place for you. And it's interesting because the other two in the group, like you were saying, it becomes that community and it's not necessarily people who need this big catalyst in their life to make this decision. And some people, it's just about bettering themselves and they can see that they want to be a better leader, a better person, yeah. a better family member. And then there's people like yourself who have had that big tsunami in their life and they want to get through it. They want to bridge that knowing and doing gap so chris what would you say because there'll be people listening here that would be really resonating that might have had a similar experience to you and they might yeah. be thinking wow maybe i can get a lot out of the mountains and marathons experience what would you say to someone who is thinking about signing up for these epic journeys yeah look i'd just say sign up and and this idea that you don't need a life-changing moment to to do something like this it's kind of like just 
don't don't wait for that moment. If you've got, and I said I've talked about this with a few people, which has been very empowering. I think all of us have just got that hint and knowing that we can be better, and there's a better version of ourselves out there. And I reckon if you've got a sense that that's true for you, then this program could is most certainly one for you. That's brilliant. That's that's my conclusion. Yeah. And you're exactly right. Most of us do have that hint of knowing that there is that better version and, and we want to know, well, what are the ways that we can tap into it? How do we create that accountability, those uh, the skill sets that we need and to move forward? So that's great. I love what you said. Don't wait for that moment. Don't wait for that tsunami in your life. Here's an opportunity to really enhance and optimize all aspects before needing to get to that point. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think... I know for me, maybe this is true for others. We often think we can do this stuff on our own and it's just, its I don't think that's true. I just think you need that community of people around you and what Jamin helped me understand is who are the springs in my life as in the most important people that are around me and I think the guys from Jamin, Jan, Matt and mine have became those springs for the six months and they'll continue to be that even though our program's finished. And I think that's just critical. You don't have to do this stuff alone and open up to to your community, make them part of your journey and then just get busy doing the work. Beautiful. I love it. Chris, you're an absolute legend. Can't thank you enough for your time and congrats for investing into that best version of yourself and what what it sounds like. It was well worth it. Thanks, Rob. I really appreciate this opportunity to chat and, you know, for mountains and marathons, be a part of it. I mean, it's a brilliant experience and can only help you be a better version of yourself. There you go, guys. I hope you enjoyed that insight into the transformational journeys that Jamin and Jen from Mountains and Marathons are creating. Just remember, what you're afraid of in life is what you need to move towards. Getting outside your comfort zone is where the real growth takes place. Don't forget that they're also giving you listeners $1,000 off on one of their upcoming programs, the Two Oceans Marathon Leadership Program in South Africa, and the Conquer the Wall Marathon on the Great Wall of China. So check out all the info and just get in contact with them if you have any questions or interest at all. Check that out at www.mountainsandmarathons.world forward slash legends. And I'll have all that linked up in the show notes to this episode. Also, you can follow these legends on Instagram or Facebook at mountains and marathons they've got some great footage some beautiful photos and awesome videos up on there if you feel like just following their journeys don't let yourself have that gap between knowing and doing take action and make positive impact in your life and as always remember this is your life journey your life of impact